0: Hey there, and welcome to the Best You Nation. We're excited for you, and we hope that this podcast will help you grow, optimize your 24 hours in a day, and help you live elevated. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go. What's up, guys? It's your boys, Finn and Adler. We are here in season four of the Best You Nation, and we are so thrilled to be here with you guys today because we're going to be hopping into a discussion that I think a lot of people, a lot of people are going to want to know, and that is the key to success, and that is what? What is the
1: key to success, Adler? To me, one of the keys to success is failure. That's right. Failure is
0: the key to success. Well, should I should say it's one of the contributing factors to it.
1: But today
0: yep. we're going to be jumping into a multitude of discussions.
1: There's two. Okay, so I think there's three things that we're trying to hit on. The two, the two questions that you're going to introduce. And third, I'm going to ask you a personal experience of... Uh, i'm not going to get away too early but i'm going to ask you about a personal experience and then i want you to give me your response go ahead of course
0: and i'm gonna do the same thing for you but before we can even get started yes we try to do a better job of kind of doing an announcement almost yeah. kind of thing
1: so uh, first of all, my beard is better than yours um i'm to put debatable
0: debatable um,
1: largely because you know it's it's not it's it's patchy still but nonetheless it's like you know i don't know what he's combing America, we <laughs> need to get I don't know. He needs to get this stuff under control. But does not see that. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, um, me and Finn have a lovely, lovely bet for the month of November. Finn Foster, my man, the man, the yes. legend, the man who loves to change things every two days, what? To throw out his beard to the end of November, the beginning of December. That's the bet. We have it all over IG. I don't know if you've seen it, but hopefully you have seen it. The bet is to see if Finn will actually make it to the end of December. And if for some reason- Wait, end December or end of November? End of November, I apologize, I misspoke. Um, If for some reason he's able of doing that, then I have to buy him dinner of any restaurant of his choosing, I think oh, it's gonna be somewhere, somewhere in Jacksonville. I think I'm gonna get something from Jacksonville.
0: I have, I already have a place in mind.
1: It don't matter, man. You're not gonna win. Um, however, however, got Let me finish. saying this to the people, please. Jeez, you're so good. <laughs> um. However, if for some reason he cuts or he gets twitchy and he he shaves everything off before the month of December begins. And he owes me dinner of my choosing. And I will choose anywhere. Because it's nope. gonna crack. Wrong. You look a little rough, buddy. You look, you look, <laughs> you look a little <laughs> You know what? Let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something.
0: This beard is probably the longest, by the time, well, by the time the month is over, I'm gonna be honest, that's probably the longest that it's been.
1: Okay. Uh, and I would actually like yeah, what I I the second part. I do have to
0: agree. I do have to agree. I do have to agree. I am looking pretty rough.
1: So the second part, all I'm gonna do is like every day I'm gonna text him, and be like, "Bro, you're looking kind of rough. You should cut it." Um
0: <laughs> It's been going on for a while. I, I've been <laughs> I've been ignoring them though.
1: <laughs> so crazy. The, <laughs> the second thing, I don't know why Finn agreed to this, but he agreed. Extend the bet to the end of December. That's right, and end of December, bro. The winner end of gets December. what? What does the winner get? What's the winner get? All right. So, first of all, this is I believe I so-, so
0: that's why. Go ahead, uh, listen. I solely believe that I can get to the end of November. I know it. I've been oh, doing good. good. I've gotten through one week, twelve yeah. days, thirteen yeah. days, fourteen days, fifteen days. How many days we're at? I've gotten there. Thirteen. Listen, thirteen days well let me put it like this the okay. end the end of December so December 31st what will end up happening is we're gonna extend this whole entire thing so the December 31st once we get past the November challenge the winner will receive50 dollars in the form of a gift card multitudes of gifts of
1: cash? Or, gives or just
0: cash, fifty dollar bill. The lo- so the loser obviously has to spend that kind of money. Fifty dollars is a lot of money. Now, there's one little like I guess a kick is the right word to say. There's one kick to it. The caveat. I only we only get one trim on the first of December. So we
1: have that twenty four hours. I'm gonna to correct make the trim on that. I'm gonna correct you on this. I've been growing mine out since the month of August, and this is actually one of the longest it's ever been in my life. Really? And I fully intend- Do you want a I-
0: sticker or a trophy? Because I mean, like, at the end of the day, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win regardless. Just Thing saying.
1: Is, like, I have enough discipline to actually do it, so I just want to point that out. Oh, wow. Uh, so, Ooh, second hurt. of all, second of all, as uh, I was saying before I was really interrupted- Oh, boy. Uh, I fully intend on shaving, or trimming, or doing something at least um, come December. So, this has nothing to do with me because I already know that I'm capable of doing this if I really need to. This well, then if you know you, the wall, yes. then let me let me say this. Wanna, then wait, why don't you do it? And why don't you do it? If you, you can do it, why? do it. Then you want to know why? Because I don't need to prove nothing to you. I just did this since August. The reason why you need no 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 oh now we're oh gonna boy, let the American oh people boy oh know. boy oh <laughs> boy the reason why we're gonna let the American people know is because you we made a bet about you cutting your hair and you lasted a whole week or two I don't even know and then you cut your hair you like to tinker you're a tinkerer that's who you are and you can't help it it's your nature so therefore I will take this bet with you till November. 31st or December or November, is it November 30th, November 30th, 30th. November 30th and um, December 1st, you get one trim. And then after that, you got to keep on growing it. And if you win that, you get $50 cash prize, period. And I'm going to do it.
0: And nobody's going to stop me. Ain't going to happen.
1: I apologize in advance. I'm going to show you the competitive side of me. Hey, hey, Finn, you you look rough. You should trim it. So, there's that. Right, you know what? Okay. I was actually talking to a friend of mine, and you know they agree that you look kind of rough and you should probably trim it. So. Wow. Well, putting that out there. It's weird. Stead Faith, Just kidding. I put took off my clown
0: mask. I'm good. I'm gonna do this. Okay. I'm gonna take it from zero to a hundred. We're gonna be good. And you know what? I'll be happy. I just got to get that figured out with my hair, too. I got to grow my hair out. But that that's a different story for another day. Yep.
1: But let's see, guys. Let's keep going. Down. You want to double down with the hair?
0: No, not yet. Not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for that yet.
1: You um, no. can double down with the hair. We can make uh, it a $100, $100 cash prize. Nope. Not even worth it.
0: I already, lo- I already lost $50. Dollars from the last time I lost my bet to John. Actually, John was like, "I don't think you could do it." I'm like, "John, I got this." And week two, is by my like, John, my hair, and it's gone because I was just like, I couldn't do it. So I was the most I was probably the, that was the ex- most expensive haircut because I had to pay for the haircut, and of course, I had to owe John fifty dollars. So, but I will tell you what I am ready to talk about and what we are getting ready to do. I'm ready for today's Ooh, discussion. Great. I am ready to start off Monday with an amazing opportunity for us to talk about something and it's not about hair it's not about beards, it's not about looking rough but it's about understanding failure and why failure is such a significant and very neglected aspect of life and adler you and i are i think are ready to jump into this i don't know about you but i'm pumped i'm excited
1: I'm i'm ready let's
0: do this let us go so we had some questions that we posted our, on our social media. We talked about, you know, um, I believe the first question that we asked, we have, a, we have a couple, and I'm going to share them with you real quick just to kind of get your brain kind of moving and grooving here. But the first question that we have um, is... Well, it is a question. Is failure the byproduct of success? Is failure the byproduct of success? That was was the first question that we went out and posted for people to kind of see, to kind of get going, to kind of get their brain cells moving. And the second question that we're going to be going into um, is what place does failure have on the road to success? I think those two questions are really, really good because they're going to point out things that are going to... Um, bend the perspective and give people an alternative way of seeing failure because failing will happen we will fail that's just part of life but i think that it's learning to not be afraid to fail that's the part that i think a lot of us uh going through life we are we have a fear of failure instead of actually wanting to experience it or knowing that we will have to experience building that confidence around it so Without further ado, Adler, you know what? Let's kickstart this off with some good stuff. Let's let's just get going. Let's just get going. I want, going to, like we I want
1: do. to go first and make your point because. Uh, I, oh uh, man, I'm interested in hearing. Like, your- are you sure?
0: You need to buckle up and get ready because let me tell you, I'm gonna bring you some fire. I'm gonna bring you some heat right now because. Are you sure? Are you are you really oh. sure about
1: oh, no. oh, ready for this? Oh no! Oh no! Let me know when it starts to get warm. I I got a fan over here. I'm cool. <laughs> okay, well, let me let me first
0: let me first answer a question. Okay. <laughs> now you're hilarious. Let me tell you something. One of the things that we talk about, we have talked about this in the previous season. I think I think it was season two that we had jumped into and just briefly talked about it. Yeah. The first question that I want to answer, and I want to back up my point to this because we had a heated debate sort of speak if if you will off air the question that we're going to be talking about is is failure the byproduct of uh, the byproduct of success my answer is no success i'm I'm, I'm gonna bring it to you man I'm, i'm getting ready to tell you the dictionary definition of byproduct. So let's talk about byproduct for a second. What is byproduct? Sure, let's byproduct see. is the secondary or incidental product of the primary or also known as the result of another action.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Okay. So byproduct is the result. It is, or not necessarily result, but it is secondary to uh, a specific action that has taken place. I jotted down. Uh, in my notes uh, earlier today something that I wanted to talk about, and that is the bike theory. Understanding the concept of riding a bike. Now, I know this is probably a very silly analogy, and as I usually get going with these podcasts and talking, my analogies get better. But I'm ready for this, because I'm going to bring you some very, very
1: good points. Bring some hot fire, bro. I don't keep talking
0: about it. I should just do it. Do it. Byproducts, as I've said, let's just go back. Byproducts. Product is the secondary or the incidental product of the result of the first or the primary action. So the byproduct is secondary. The question we are asking is: Is failure the byproduct of success? Right. When you learn to ride a bike, did you learn to ride your bike by riding your bike perfectly the first time, or did you fall off and bust your butt a couple times?
1: Yes. I fell.
0: Okay. So here is the result success is the byproduct success is the byproduct of failure it's the other way around and the reason why i'm saying this is is a room will naturally go from organized to clutter a lot quicker than it going from uh cluttered to clean the side thing from my biology class it's about entropy, but that's not the point. The point that I'm getting ready to make here is this. When you learn to ride a bike, you have to develop a motivation to want to ride a bike. I actually remember I was living in Heidelberg. My dad was like, hey, we're going to ride a bike. I wanted to learn to ride a bike. I was frustrated. I was so angry at the bike. I kicked the bike. I hurt my foot. My dad looked at me like I was nuts. And I said, I just don't want to do this. He said, why? Because I keep falling off. I keep falling off. And I kept falling off my bike. First idea, the first point is the idea. The idea of wanting to do something. I want to ride a bike. The secondary thing is trying. I got up on that bike and I had to fall. So that is the doing aspect. Going out there, getting on the bike, falling. Getting on the bike and falling. Riding, falling, crying, get up. That's the process that I have. And you do it over and over and over and over and over again until eventually you ride around and continue to ride around without falling. And eventually over time, riding a bike is like second nature. So just to just to, just to bring the heat up, I hope that you're feeling the heat. Failure is not the byproduct of success. If the dictionary definition says that it's the secondary or incidental product of the result of another action. So success is the byproduct because in order for you to ride a bike, you have to first fall and fall and cry and fall again until you realize how many times you've fallen. It's given you the discipline, the resilience, and the strength to ride the bike. So That's my first point right there just to answer that question. So I'm ready to sit back. It's cool in here.
1: Bring it on. I'm ready to tell you why you're wrong. Um, So, all right. You're telling me you rode your bike. You fell, right? Yeah. When you fell, did you learn a lesson? I continued having a motivation
0: because I could have gave up. Yes. I could have easily said, you know what? I fall. I don't want to do this. You you
1: fell, what was your train of thought that forced you to get back up and keep trying?
0: Well, a little bit of a mix of my dad telling me you're going to learn how to ride a bike and the the motivation and the interest of the idea that I wanted to learn how to ride a bike. I was four years old.
1: Okay. I was four years old. I wanted I, change. I, I'm with you, man. Like, I'm completely with you. And falling off your bike... Were the failures that you experienced. And because you failed at a young age, you failed often and you failed frequently, you were able to learn how to be successful because of the experiences that you learned that, oh, okay, it's not supposed to be like this. This doesn't work. But
0: that's my that's the but that's the question, is is Failure, the byproduct. If we've we've just established the dictionary definition of byproduct is I just the
1: secondary. I just literally disproved what you said, largely, awesome. because, largely because failure is an opportunity, a chance at reevaluating what you are doing in life, and that way you can come back smarter, stronger, better. So the amount of times that you fell allowed you to get a mentality that's just like, I'm gonna tackle this, I'm gonna figure this out. And you went after it, you figured it out. And that was largely influenced, you were motivated, but it was largely influenced by what? By falling. By falling, by failing. But
0: again, I can tell you, and this is where, this is the beauty of conversation. And debating in a sense. So you're telling me that, and I, and I agree with you. I will tell you, I do agree with you. The, the, the failing gives us, and this is, this could be, you know, being at four years old, you're not going to understand the purpose of the life lesson. I blessed my butt a lot when I fell off my bike a lot, and I'm really good at riding a bike. That's the same concept that we apply to life. In order for you to be really, really good at something, you have to fail. As a matter of fact, like you said, we we're influenced by the fall. We we're influenced by the fail. It is easier to learn from failing than by succeeding. Because success, here's my point, is the byproduct of failure. You wouldn't know, you wouldn't know how to succeed unless you learned from your failures, the things that you're doing. Like I said, we can agree to disagree, but I think this is great because, because nobody wants to fail. Nobody goes out and seeks it. Nobody goes out and looks for it, but it is present because naturally humans want to be successful. Um, As a matter of fact, there is a famous quote by Albert Einstein. Uh, he says, failure is success in progress. Failure is success in progress. It's kind of like having, failure is the idea. So here's where I will, will agree with you. Failure is a byproduct, but it is actually not a byproduct at the same time, in a sense, in correlation to Albert Einstein's quote. Because if failure is success in progress, it's like building a house, when you build it, when you have a blueprint of a home or a house, sorry, you already have the idea. It kind of goes back to our law of attraction and psycho cyber uh, cybernetics that we talked about the last few episodes, Which but
1: you bought the book last week and you have it. Yes.
0: It. Oh, I have this book. And as a matter of fact, I can't wait to start reading it guys. This We're is gonna- phenomenal. I'm excited.
1: That's fantastic. I told you. I told you I was going to back, go back to the point.
0: Yeah. I'm going to get back to my point.
1: Focus. All right. I just wanted to um, point. go ahead. I'm giving you that's that's
0: good. Listen, Albert Einstein said failure is success in progress. The blueprint of the house is already set into place. Now, when you're building up the house, right? When you're building up a house, the success is the result. I always say success is the result, but failure is success in progress. It's just like riding that bike. I don't want to use the house example. That's terrible. I'm going to stick to my bike theory. Hey, failure is success in progress because every time that I got on that bike, I pedaled for a few seconds. I pedaled a few more seconds the time after I fell. I fell again and got back up and I pedaled a few extra seconds. Eventually, I was pedaling for 30 seconds, a minute, a minute and a half. I got better at it. So Albert Einstein says that failure is success in progress. Progress is a movement. And just like you said earlier, like Failure gives us the motivation and the the resilience and the, the push to get back up and do it again until we reach success. Because naturally, again, humans as humans, we want to complete. We want
1: to succeed. We oh. we want okay. we want we want to be successful. That's right. part of it. That. Yes, that's the drive to be successful. Now, let me ask you this. Yep. How do you know what success is?
0: Great question. Success is measured by an individual. And I actually talked about this with a group of uh, younger adults, many, like me, about a year or so ago, we had like a little round table discussion about this. And it's actually interesting that you asked that because when you think of success, right, everybody gives, is given a fair share, whether it's good or bad of an opportunity at life. And we have a choice and we also naturally have consequences success is not measured the same between you and i everybody's on their own walk of life everybody's on their own journey everybody pursues a different occupation everybody has their own definition of success so it's almost subjective to say that it's a subjective statement success is subjective i should say because for me personally for a while, I didn't want to be in the stock market, right? Just as an example, we've been talking about stocks. It's a great thing to be, you know, looking at. It's cool. It's awesome. It's an opportunity to, um, you know, manage money in a way, in a, in a different strand of financial income, right? In the long term, it's risky, but that's okay. But, but your level of success in the stock market, because you have more knowledge, because you have to fail couple times, you had to invest in something that didn't work for you. You have more experience than I do. Success is the same way. Experiences give us a lead way on success. You are better at the stock market than I am. I can admit that because I have less experience. I have less exposure. I haven't touched or I've invested in the things that weren't working for me and I haven't learned an algorithm. So if you look at the grand photo of success, I really do believe that a success is measured differently. I
1: see your hand raised. It's measured differently. And so that's the bottom line statement that I have for you. It's great because I want to be, be respectful. But go ahead. No, uh, go for it. All right. So the reason why I asked you, how, what is success? I'm going to ask you another question. You just said that I'm better, quote unquote, better at the stock market than you are, right? Mm -hmm. why why is that
0: like i said you had the opportunity to experience more failures and learning your own personal algorithm to be successful in the stock market versus me i have a lot less exposure and a lot less experience i've been i threw ten dollars at one place and i lost money okay so what am i gonna do and just like falling off the bike I pull back and choose a different avenue of putting my investment in.
1: So happy that you said that because why? Oh boy! A large portion of any success that I've ever experienced, especially in that market, which is something that I a am a rookie at. I still am learning. Half the time, I really don't know what I'm doing, but most of the best lessons that I have ever learned. By exposing and putting myself in um, positions to experience different things, I have been luckily and able to learn how to invest in smarter companies, to do the research, to do the research that it takes to understand the. The the background information like what are their financials? How much money do they owe? What are they projected to? Um, what are they projected to to make for 2020? What are um, their actual expectations? How they did the first quarter? How they did they the second quarter? How they? These are questions that I would not know to ask had I not failed. And right, failed. but you, but you I gotta, failed.
0: but you have to apply. You have to apply the bike theory to this, like the same way that you got on the bike. You fell. You were rolling the bike for five seconds. The second time you get back on, you pedal a little, a little longer, and you fall again.
1: Yes. You have what those. Saying, what I'm saying is, failure is not fatal, and that's something that most people think like, "Oh my God, I failed." You know, you know I'm not. Uh, I agree with you on that for sure. It's not fatal, and no matter how hard it may be to know that failure, all it does is simply mean that you get another shot or another crack at, or another bite at the apple, so to speak. Of course. I Listen, I 100% agree. We both know, and I'm going to share. Byproduct of success, failure is, and this is, I'm telling you fact, failure is a teacher. It is the best teacher that you can ever have in life because it gives you experience, and then now you know how to, unsuccessfully do something. So you have something to compare it to when, right. finally, when you finally are capable of piecing everything together and becoming successful. Success is like a whole bunch of puzzles and you need failure, the outer lining of the puzzle in order to understand where the puzzle is going.
0: No, of course. And, and that's why I said Albert Einstein put it very clear by saying failure is success in progress. It's putting these building blocks. Another really, really important person that I personally really like talking about. We've talked about him before on the show. Um, is Thomas Edison. We all know Thomas Edison created the light bulb, right? One of his most famous quotes that he says is that I have not failed. I have just found ten thousand ways that don't work. Or that didn't work, I should say. Let's break that down for a second. The guy invented the light bulb, the light source in my room, the light source in your room, the light source in your car, right? We have technologically developed and have expanded on the lifetime of a light bulb. Obviously, Thomas Edison tried over and over and over and over again the light bulb would last 10 minutes or the electricity could only power up so many homes in a certain area and they had to put in so many different pieces into this algorithm with the cost of electricity the the amount of energy it was going to require was it hazardous would it blow the place up and burn the city down in flames because electricity is dangerous but Again, Thomas Edison had to fall off his bike and get back up, get back on that bike and fall back down. I agree with you. Failure is a phenomenal teacher. I think that a lot of people, again, like I said in the beginning, fear failure. They're afraid of failure. And that's why when kids see a big fat F on their paper in in school, they get upset. They get down. They're like, oh, I got an F. Like, Honestly, today, I wasn't too thrilled about my grade on my exam. But at the same time, I'm going to go back and review things. And I'm going to go back and review the Krebs cycle. I'm going to go back and understand why did I miss this question? Why did? Because I know I still have a final exam. I want to make sure I ace that exam. But I also got to understand and recognize I didn't do so well on this exam. Right? So, Adler, this is cool, dude. I like this because
1: so, and I, I i like it too i like it too because it like it's it gives you like um uh, it allows both of us to um expound on our capacities for success because we are like you know one of the things you did to kind of hint at is success is not necessarily um it's not necessarily a one size fits all success comes in mul- a multitude of different forms for each individual person because you know what you might deem successful might not be something that I would define as um, successful. but because you know we have the ability to work at it and we have the ability to fail and failure teaches us um, what we did wrong and how to prevent it for next time. And that's something that I believe is huge that every single one of us go through on the journey to success. Of course. And no matter how bad it, the road gets, or how treacherous it is, or how long it is, or how winding it is, or whatever the case may be, every time we fail, every time we fall, we were able to get back up, to keep moving forward, and to keep pushing forward. Failure teaches fortitude, it builds character. And most importantly, it is a building block to success, because joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. Uh, a a drought—you don't understand the concept of a drought, You're staying without rain, until you actually experience rain. No, of course so I listen. I agree. Failure allows you to know the taste. Just a small taste of what success could be mic drop what's the second question go on
0: on. well second question you know and just before we really get on i just want to say i wanted to emphasize that you know building block is a better word than byproduct because i do think that you do get to a crossroad that byproduct is definitely and i'm just gonna make this point it is the result of the first action. It's like, uh, the byproduct of lightning is thunder. Okay. It's, it's the result of the first action. So I think that when we looked at this and we can sit here and agree that failure, number one is a fantastic teacher. Number two, it gives us the opportunity to understand, like you said, I like how you, how you pointed out the taste of success. It gives us a glimpse or this, this understanding of just what we're going to be able to reach. Um, and also being reminded that failure, when you hear failure, and this is, again, we're expounding on some of the concept, a concept that a lot of people go, I don't want to hear about, I don't want to talk about it because failure has a negative connotation. When you think of failure, you think of a loser, you think of, um, just giving up done over. It's a negative thing. I mean, people might think we're crazy that we're talking about failure, but, I think as you get older and the more that you learn about yourself and the things that you do, we've been failing all our life, but it's getting back up and being motivated to be the best you and not allowing yourself to get stuck. And like, it's like, what if I never got back up off the ground, falling off the bike?
1: I would still to this day, never know how to ride a bike. I would laugh at you you for not Mm -hmm. getting up and then picking yourself back up. Largely because Dwayne, I, I think I've used this Dwayne Wade quote before many times. Yes. You fall down seven and how many times you get back up? You get back eight. Exactly. Yeah. That's what successful people do. They find a way to get it done regardless how ugly, regardless of how long and treacherous the, ro- the road may be, no matter how unpopular, no matter what the naysayers say, whatever the case may be. I was going to say, we
0: know somebody who's been through this.
1: Rich Norton.
0: I mean, he told us about his encyclopedia journey and how many people told him that that wasn't his family for crying out loud said, it's not going to make you anything. And he's one of the most successful people that we know, uh, you know, doing what he's doing. And not only that, he's teaching people how to be successful because guarantee you when, when I have little fins running around, I'm going to teach them how to ride a bike. And guess what? I'm going to let them fall.
1: But I'm also going to teach them. You're talking about little fins?
0: Not like, oh my goodness, not like fish fins. I'm talking about like little, you know, like kids. I mean, kids? Little little guppies. All right. Oh, the weather is so nice. Change of subject.
1: (laughs) Anyway, okay, okay, okay.
0: But Uh, listen, I have another question for you. And this is the question, the ultimate question right here yeah what place does failure have on the road to success elaborate on that i
1: think I I mean, like i kind of touched on it already um uh failure all right when you experience failure you gain this irreplaceable knowledge or experience or whatever you want to call it and through that hardship failure creates grit it creates fortitude and it allows you to develop the mindset of being successful before you actually get to the point of trying to accomplish success And I think we touched on it is um, earlier off air. I tell you about how hard I am on myself. I'm hard on myself because I believe that there is a huge window or ceiling, right? Ceiling, that's what I mean. Ceiling of um, potential that I have. And I want it more than anything to maximize that potential. And when there's times where I may not be able to maximize that potential, it frustrates me. Mm -hmm. But on the outside looking in, you know, I have friends who say, "Man, you're 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 pretty well off. You're doing pretty dang good, and you you've accomplished X, Y, and Z, and you know you're doing all these things." And I don't let it go to my head largely because. I know that what I'm doing is just a tip of the iceberg. An iceberg is, you only see the top part of an iceberg. You actually don't understand how big, how gigantic an iceberg is until you actually get into the water and you just like, damn, like that's that, that goes pretty, pretty deep. And I believe that I'm at the iceberg point in my life where I'm doing decent. But there's so much more to come, and there's so the ceiling is so wide, so big, and a lot of the, a lot of the things that I hope and I plan and I aspire to be, I don't share it with a lot of people because I don't really necessarily care about their opinions to hear, you know, the negative inflection. I was told once that I'd never be a nurse. Guess what? I've been doing the last five years. I'm a nurse. I've worked as a nurse, so I've I've heard. So many different things, so many different naysayers or whatever you want to call it. And I refuse to allow them to define who I am as a person. And so I don't share a lot of stuff with a lot of people. I talk a lot, but I don't share. I talk about a whole bunch of nothing sometimes. And I don't really share a lot about like what I'm doing and what I'm trying to accomplish. Largely because on that road to success, all you have is this. Between mm-hmm. your ears, and if you can protect what's between your ears—that that train of thought, that thought process—and you can accomplish absolutely anything in this world. That's my story. And I'm sticking with it. Byproduct hey. possess. <clears throat> love it. I love it. You know, you did
0: ask me a question or you wanted to ask a question and like a, a lifetime, I guess a lifetime personal experience. But
1: this, this this right here is for the fellas, right? You know, and I apologize to the ladies in, um, in attendance, you know, hearing this. Um, every guy can relate to this type of failure, right? Where you're attracted to the opposite sex. You see this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl. And you decide, I'm going to talk to her. And you build up all this courage. It's just like, all right, my knees are weak. And um, my palms <clears throat> are, are kind of sweaty. And I can't stop speaking in this high pitch voice. <laughs> am, I, am I breathing Okay. and you start animated animated. you have have this whole freak out moment before you get over there you're just like hi um hi uh (laughs) my my name is (laughs) and you start introducing yourself and you, you try to talk and it just doesn't work you you built up all of this motivation and it just does not work. And I can tell you countless, countless, numerous amount of times where I went up, I was shooting like Kobe, I went up like Kobe Bryant shot, and I airballed, and I hit everything except the ground. (laughs) One of the times, and I'm, I'm gonna share my embarrassing story first. And then like, if you can think of one, go ahead. Oh, no, I have one. I mean, I have
0: a story that I wanted to share with you because this is, I want to tell you, this is, uh, this one right here. I will never forget this one because right here. And like I said, guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me tell you, we all go through this experience, but this is a little bit of, this is vulnerability at its best. I want to say, what do you think, yeah, like Vulnerability at its best. I mean, Vulnerable. we have to learn.
1: Well, because I mean, large, I think it's actually super interesting to hear the the failure stories because for me, like if anybody who's successful, I don't necessarily want to hear, like you know, what you're. saying. How did you get there? How did you get? I'd rather, you get to I'd where rather you hear. To? The I want failure. to hear about that. Tell me how you failed, and tell me frequently what things you did, and I think that one of the most, um, I guess, paralyzing experiences for a man, a, a, a young a young man, is trying to grab the attention of the opposite sex. Yeah, it, it, it's probably the most paralyzing thing. And I mean, some guys are better than most, but that's probably one of the most paralyzing things that you can ever do in life.
0: Well, I'm gonna share one of those paralyzing moments. Uh, this was about eighth grade. Yeah. I remember eighth grade. It was uh, Valentine's Day. And um I had known this girl for the two, three years, you know, from sixth grade on. We had classes together for the most part. Majority of our classes were together and we was at PE together. She was super competitive. She loved kicking my butt in soccer. She thought she could kick my butt in soccer, I should say. And uh I really I really enjoyed hanging out with this chick. I did. Uh, we did math together. We had science. We did some of our science projects together. It's just, you know, just a great, Uh
1: oh
0: God. So, you know, I took it upon myself. I was like, man, it's eighth grade, you know, and this girl's tough. I liked her personality. I liked the fact that she was competitive. Uh, she, she provoked my thoughts through, you know, in class and stuff. She's like, why do you think like that? Why, why do you think it's like this? Why do you, it's like, okay, cool. I explain myself. But here's where it all gets kind of a little bit on the vulnerable side of things. <laughs> like I would say, I was like, you know, I went home. I said, I'm going to get this girl flowers. I'm going to get her a teddy bear. I'm going to get her a card and some really, really good chocolate. So I went to my room. I told my dad. I like, what are you doing? Uh, I'm getting my money together. He's like, what are you getting me to I was like, I like this girl. He's like, oh, that guy likes somebody. My dad was giving me a hard time. He's like, who's this cutie that you like? And I'm like, dad, dude, I don't want mom to know. He's like, I don't, you know, I'm going to let your mom know. So of course I'm like, oh, come on, dad. And I'm like, listen, dad, I got to use a little bit of money. And so I spent like $30 now, listen, $30 is a lot of money. I spent $30. Yeah. $30 because I was, I bought a full bouquet. Uh, I had got this little teddy bear that was like, I don't know why I spent so much money, but I did. And it's chocolate and a card. I liked this girl. And I really, really prepared myself. I was like, what do I say? How do I say? I can't be sweaty palms and all this other good stuff, right? Valentine's Day pops up and I'm like going to school. I'm dressed nice, got my hair. I didn't have hair on my face at the time. I you know, just didn't hit that stage in my life yet. But I had hair long. My hair was long. My hair was actually long at the time. I was all like flipping it and doing, oh, yeah, it would be so cool. And – I had the flowers, I had everything ready and I was like, alright. Approached her, I say, hey Alicia, I'm just like happy Valentine's Day. And she's like sorry. <laughs> yes, pretty much. I was like, what? What's what's, what's wrong? Are you allergic to flowers? Are you, the teddy bears the wrong? Te- no. I have a boyfriend. And I really appreciate this, but I'm sorry. As soon as she said that, her boyfriend pops up. Adler. I'm looking at her like, "Uh, now, do you Isn't want to
1: me- like one of the worst times because you could absolutely just die of embarrassment in that moment. No, so, well, I
0: did. The worst part about it is we were in the school, like in the in the in the uh, common court area where all the students are waiting for the bell to ring to go to their classes. Hundreds of them. So everyone's staring at me with – I mean, who's not going to look at a guy with flowers, a teddy bear, chocolate, and all that stuff? I know it's Valentine's Day, but shoot. Everybody's looking at me getting denied, and I'm, like, paralyzed and stuck. And the only thing I could think of right now was rip the teddy bear's head off, rip every flower, and tear t- flowers up, throw them away, tear the card up. I took the chocolates to lunch, and I ate the chocolate shared with the people at, my, at the lunch table. That's how I felt about that situation. <laughs>
1: And the worst part about it is, Let me guys, ask you to, do you God. think that was a little much? Um,
0: I look back on it, and I think I was a little aggressive about it. I was a little upset. Oh, but I was a lot more angrier. I was a lot more angrier at the time. So I feel like it was acceptable. Well, it was hidden you know. underlying
1: It was seasons. the oh, moment I at the time, I
0: was, I was a little bit just like, what the heck happened? And I was very like, what did I do wrong? It wasn't something that I had a pimple on my face because I had a lot of, I had a broke out a lot as a like during my like, middle school, high school age. So I was like, man, maybe I have some pimple that's just so unattractive today. Or is it just, I'm so goofy and I got dad jokes and I'm sarcastic, maybe she didn't like. You start to contemplate and think about these things, right? So bottom line is I'm over here like, I'm really enjoying these chocolates. I got them for me this year. And, uh, and actually shared it with everybody at the table. So, long story short, man, I'm gonna tell you that was an embarrassing. I felt like I failed myself. I went home. This is the kicker. This is this is the kicker right here. I got home. My dad's looking at me like, "Are we all right?" Yeah. Something don't look right about you. He's like, "I got I got told no today." It's like, you mean all the stuff that you bought for that girl? It's like, yeah. He laughed and said, "Now, next time the life lesson is don't spend so much money because you really didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah. Be sure, be yeah. sure before you spend that kind of money. It's a yeah. life lesson. Life lesson. Be sure if you're gonna spend that kind of money.
1: I'm like thanks, Dad. Okay. All right. Um, I guess I, I can I can give you a couple of these. Let me let me see. Um." This is great. You know, uh,
0: failure, failure teaches, man. I'll tell you, like now I'm just looking back. I'm like, I'm just waiting for the right time, the right moment.
1: It's not necessarily that I, I fear failure at this point. Like it doesn't matter to me because I'm just like, all right, even if you say no, like I, I'm pretty freaking awesome. So you're lost, not mine. You know, whatever. That, hey, that is, that is true. That's you develop
0: that, that- discipline, and that yeah. mindset. You're right. I agree.
1: So, uh, you're lost. loss. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, all right, so you're lost then. Um, I wish I was thinking like that back then. I mean, I would have made that.
0: I, she would have still got the flowers' as appreciation from a time, and she would have got those, to enjoy those chocolates, and she would have been able to snuggle and cuddle the teddy bear. But no, rip the teddy bear's head off, throw in the trash. Them, she just got to see that, and she was just like, yeah, this is probably why I didn't get with you. But that's – hey, you fall off your bike, you fall off your bike,
1: It's funny. And you get back up I'm again. I'm like it's sad. Was never
0: ever it's it's very never, sad ever, sad in your
1: life, but it's also c- kinda hilarious. Like, you don't want you <laughs> And you just rip this you rip the poor teddy bear's head. Oh, uh, I ripped that junk right off. I said And you just like oh, take this. And I was pulling it's petals up.
0: off the flowers. I was like, nah. You put-
1: Okay, you definitely lost your investment on the flowers, but you definitely could have got your money back for the, the bear. You could have you know, returned that. Ah, I that didn't want good. to point that out. So, all right. So, um, I'm going to give you one when I was in, uh, I must have been in fourth grade. Miss Straka. Wow. Fourth grade, Miss Straka. she was in my class. In fourth grade, um, I had gone to this wedding, right? And at the wedding, they gave us this thing of chocolate. And I was just like, okay, I'm not a huge fan of chocolate. But at the same time, it's near, <laughs> it's near uh, Valentine's Day. And I'm like, all right, so there is this young lady in which I'm trying to pursue. Player. Uh, Fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, let me, let me, let me, let me let me tell you how much of a player it actually was. And you'll, you'll lo- you'll love it uh so i got the t- you, man <laughs> I, got, I got the chocolates like a couple weeks prior and in my head i was just like all right you know i'm gonna just write a note i'm not gonna put my name on it and like the like it was like one of those like cheesy notes it's like hey i just want to let you know that i think that you're gorgeous and that there's something about you i can't stop thinking about you and i'm hoping that with valentine's day you'll agree that to, you'll be mine and then i leave these nice little chocolates like two packs of like the chocolates or whatever it's in like this fancy gold wrapping cuz it's from a wedding and it's like Right. and everything and it's, like it's it looks like official and i in my head i'm like man this is going to be Oy. Nice. And so I sneak in before class, and I'm like, I'm like a ninja. I'm looking left, I'm looking right. Nobody could see me. I put this note, I put the chocolate, I put it right on her desk, and I'm like, this is gonna be smooth. And uh, we get into class. And they're kind of like, you know, whatever. One of my best friends at the time, you know, I, was, I told him what I was gonna do. I was like, bro, it's about to go down. This girl. She's gonna love me. She's she gonna love me. And I'm talking about big heart me. And so I sat there and she got to her desk and she read the note. She ain't saying nothing. And then she's opening up the wrappers to chocolate. Now, the, the problem is, I didn't think about that. It's Florida and I live in Florida. And sometimes the heat is a factor in the transference of chocolate to the said, you know, uh, desk. These chocolates had melted and I had no idea because they're in this fancy gold wrapper. And kids can be harsh. Kids can be cruel. And she said, "L, who gave me this moldy chocolate? And I, in that moment, (laughs) I was <laughs> just absolute pure. You were
0: dead inside.
1: You were just like... I was just like... Man, I wonder who gave her... the chocolate? <laughs> it hurts so bad. <laughs> and so I didn't have the courage to own up to it. And so I just kind of was just like... Man, I, I hope somebody you know comes forward and you know owns up to the chocolate. That's a mean really mean joke. That's a really mean joke. And so I never had the courage to admit that it was me who got the chocolate. But I was completely denied in that moment and I was completely embarrassed like 100% and I failed but long story short in the end as a, like a long term lesson i now know that if i'm buying chocolates they have to be fresh yeah to get them directly from the store and immediately transfer them <laughs> to their desired destination yes
0: <laughs> you know it's it's amazing when you look back and like you said i agree failure stories give you such perspective and it Gives yeah. you the opportunity to fall. Again, the highlight of my point today has just been this bike theory. It's just that you fall off your bike, you fall, you get back up, but you fall off your bike, get back up, and you do it over and over and over again until you finally ride your bike. You know, I think that in life, there are certain things that you will continuously fall off on. It's just something that you're going to do. Um, learning about yourself is one of those things. Success is... Like we've talked about, you know, the, the algorithm or the measurement of success is subjective. It's, again, the degree of work or the degree of the path that we're trying to go down is not going to be the same as your next door neighbor. And something that you just mentioned shortly ago it was about potential. I did this like audio thing, and sometimes I do that. I get in this like tangent to like record something that's on my mind because writing it would take all day. And by the time I would finish and get to the thought, I've already forgot what I want to say. So, something that I was talking about, and it's so many times in our journey, in our walk in life, we, we look to see what our potential is. Potential is one of those things, and I earlier described it in looking at a cup. When you fill up a cup, the cup can only fill up so far. That's the potential. The potential that the cup can fill up is 16 ounces or 8 ounces, 32 ounces. That's the potential. Not 33, not 34, or else it'll be overflowing. So I was using this as an example to describe success. And I also use it to describe that. Too many times, I think we use life in the analogy of a race instead of in the analogy of a marathon. Now, you're probably wondering, where does this come from? And why would you even bring this up? Because when you have a marathon mindset versus a race mindset, you will find that the running or the sprint, the marathon, isn't against anybody but yourself. The run is against you. Too many people are worried about finishing across the same finish line because there's no such thing as two first place positions, there's not. Here's the reality. We all cross our own finish line at our own pace. That's success. Success is not about me finishing the finish line like you. It's about finishing in getting over the finish line, period. There's 10,000 runners at this marathon, 26 point something miles, and guess what? All that counts is that you cross the finish line. You are the runner against yourself. You have to have the endurance, and you have to have that willpower. Another example is school. A lot of people who listen to our podcast are in school pursuing their education. At the end of the day, I'm not saying go out there and only seek out for Cs and, you know, low Bs. But at the end of the day, you master what you're doing as a nurse. Sometimes you'll get a C. But C is passing. And as long as you have a degree and as long as you have a registered nurse license to be a nurse, that's all people are looking at. Because at the end of the day, you've accomplished. You have reached certain goals, milestones. And, and you can always go back and it, work on those places that you may have been struggling with. And that's another thing that I think a lot of people forget is the
1: struggle. We can talk about that
0: later down the road. If you just-
1: correctly, you're basically saying that the accolades and successes of school are great. They're fantastic. And most people that develop those, or not develop, that um, end up inevitably getting those accolades, that... Um, they should be proud of them and they should be happy with them. However, Mm -hmm. that's not the end all be all because still, even though your journey isn't the same as most people, you can still be a success story by just simply completing the, you know, in this analogy, you can complete the course, the, you know, um, the The design. Yeah, exactly. You accomplish a degree. And so it doesn't matter how long it takes, and it doesn't matter how unsuccessful that you have been, but most importantly is that you fail. And once you fail, you apply that knowledge, that base foundation, whatever it is of, all right, why did I fail? I failed because X, Y, Z. So I'm taking X, Y, Z from this point on, and I'm gonna use that as information to help me become successful. Exactly.
0: My dad gave me an example. Um, that kind of just bounce off that. He gave me an example many years ago and I'm gonna do my best to remember it. But there will be people, this is the question. There's a group of, there's a class of 23 students and the first person in the class finishes first, obviously. And the last person finishes the class. The last person finishes the class. Who has a better chance of getting a job? with the degree that they got.
1: Adler. Um, the answer is both of them correct. Too many people think
0: that the person that first finishes the fin- like finishes something or crosses the line is the automatic. No, because at the end of the day, the last person may have come in last, but they finished the class. And that that right there, my friends, is why we are talking about failure. Is why we're hopping into this discussion. Failure is a key to success. It is not the only key to success. And that's why we're elaborating on so many different aspects in this season to prepare you for the next year. And not just that, but for years to come. Because when you learn and you've mastered this and learned about, oh my gosh, I can fall off my bike. I can get back on my bike and apply that mindset to different things. Like, okay, wow, I failed this test today, but guess what? I'm going to try again, study harder, find a different way to do it, and master the next test.
1: Get up and try it again.
0: Exactly. Over and over again. There are plenty of examples that we can give you. Kobe Bryant. You have LeBron James. A lot of these basketball players out there, very common, but – you look at even soccer players. But let's talk about LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. And um, this is really bad for anybody who likes the Golden State stay Warriors. Uh, Stephen Curry. They would be on the courts from morning to night taking the same shot over and over and over and over and over again. And we'll talk about that. Consistency. Do you think they made the first shot? On the, I mean, do you think they made the first three-pointer the first time they threw it in there? No. They had to consistently miss. Until they made that shot, and then in that moment, they realized it took me a hundred shots to get one in, and that all—that's all that matters—is that they made one in. Because even though they miss a, what is it? You miss 100% play, you know, that's a hundred percent—that's totally a different concept. But you know what I'm saying? You can miss ninety-nine, but you make one—that's enough to say that I did it. Because yeah. your goal. That day was to make (coughs) a a hoop, and that's it. No one's going to ask you how many times. I made a hoop. It took me a hundred times, but I made a hoop. I made it in. That, my friends, this is the introduction to a season. Well, it's more like we're already somewhat more into it, but it gives us the foundation for what is next, which I'm super excited about.
1: And I'm really excited about it, too. And next week, it's going to be something completely epic. Um, this episode, I feel like a lot of people can learn from it and use these uh, failures of others like myself and uh, Finn and use that as a foundation to build and to learn more. So Exactly. And, and hopefully a motivation
0: for you to be vulnerable with yourself and recognizing that. You've been through these hardships. You've been through certain things, and you've been doing it all your life. Because when you a, an infant learns to walk, he has to fall a couple of times. Yeah, you're right. Until he learns, and then next thing you know, they're running. Yeah, next yeah thing right. you know, they're they're just growing. Like, it's just it's a on and ongoing process.
1: The cycle that but just continues to go on.
0: Exactly. So whew, Adler, what a an amazing conversation we had today. And yep. I appreciate you always, man. I, I think that when we get on here, I hope that people walk away realizing that at the end of the day, we're here to create an impact where we look at life and we look at our own personal journey and we want to give people the opportunity to what to optimize 24 hours they have in a day to live elevated and to honestly, at the end of the day, bounce back from the common mistake of thinking we're mediocre and actually practicing the best version of ourselves and living the best version of ourselves. Because ultimately who wants to just sit in the in the highest part of the stadium? I want to sit right there and watch the game as if you're right there in front of me. And that's something you have to work and obtain for. But that's the beautiful thing about life. Yeah. So that being said, there's one more thing I need to know. If I'm new to this podcast and I'm just learning about us and I want to get to know more about us. Where can I find the best you nation? Where can I find your boys? All right,
1: a brand new person. You've never heard about the best you nation, AKA you've been underneath a rock. Um, it is my absolute pleasure to let you know that you can find us on the best you nation on Instagram. You can stream and you can listen to our content via Spotify, Apple, Google, um, uh, uh, Siri, all those, and even YouTube. You know, so yes, we, we have we have videos on YouTube, and then we have we make it available just that way you can reach us at any point in time. And if you look up to um our handles and stuff, they're actually on the screen for our individual scan or uh, handles, so that way we can you know discuss or talk.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Guys, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Adler and I are both in the process of you know expanding this podcast in a sense where we are almost building a community and we want to reach out and we want you guys to be a part of this. This isn't something that we are planning to just be a today and tomorrow kind of thing. We want this thing to be an impact that will uh, expound into our kids and uh, generations to come. So be a part of this movement, be a part of this, uh, this influence, be a part of this encouragement that we're leaving here on this earth as we transition into the next year. Adler, it's always amazing to be on here with you, man. And I'm excited for this big surprise that we have for our fam next week.
1: Oh yeah, we're gonna introduce it um, next week. And this beard will be a little longer next week too. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, Uh, uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Go out there. Be the best you. We are the best you nation. Your boys, Finn and coming at you live on Monday. Uh, Peace.
0: Love you guys. Peace out.